Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Friday, March 24th. It is six minutes after 11, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thank you for joining us on this Friday, and congratulations. You made it. Give yourself a pat on the back. We start this hour by talking about the app. TikTok. The CEO testified yesterday in front of the House Committee on Energy and Commerce. It was a bipartisan group of lawmakers. They were grilling him on concerns of censorship, also national security regarding the platform. The Biden administration has threatened to ban TikTok from the U.S. unless the app's Chinese owners agree to spin off their share of the social media platform. Okay, so there were many aspects of this that I thought were highly fascinating. Mm -hmm. Uh, Earlier in the show, we played you where the ducking and dodging on how much data is being lifted, stolen, harvested, used for nefarious reasons, whatever. Mm -hmm. And in this segment, I want to talk about some of the real world consequences of the TikTok. Now, later in the hour, Mm -hmm. we're going to play you a clip, Casey, that I missed this because obviously I didn't sit and listen to the whole hearing. But there is a clip of Greg Pence, Mm -hmm. of all people bitching at this guy about bad user experiences. The Keel Brothers oil guy Mm -hmm. who left a local bank hanging on the, holding the bag for millions of dollars and the taxpayers on the hook for millions of dollars in environmental cleanup because of his crap management is going to complain to somebody else about about a bad user experience. Mm -hmm. We're going to play that audio later, but Let's talk for a minute about the real world experiences of people who are on TikTok and um, the CEO of TikTok, Chu is his last name, mm-hmm. cannot say how many children have died due to the TikTok challenges. Look, look, you keep talking about the industry. We're talking about TikTok here. We're talking about children dying. Do you know how many children have died because of this? Do you have any idea? Can you tell me? Uh, Congressman, again, it's heartbreaking. Can you tell me if how many children in America have died because of challenges like this? The majority of pe- people who use our platform use it for positive experiences. There I, are, I, that's not what I ask you. I some, ask you, tell me the number of children, of U.S. children who have died because of these challenges. Congressman, uh, again, the majority of majority of people who come on our platform get a good I'm experience. I'm not talking about the majority of children. I want to know a number. Dangerous challenges are not allowed on our platform. If we find them, we will remove them. We take this very seriously. Obviously, you found one today and you removed it. We had to bring it to your attention, and I know I'm out of time. Thank you for being here. Welcome again to the most bipartisan committee in Congress. Okay, so fruit roll-ups, you know, fruit roll-ups. They went on TikTok just yesterday letting users know not to eat the plastic in their products. Because somebody had posted something about the fruit roll-up on TikTok, something about putting it in the freezer and then you can eat a frozen fruit roll-up. Uh-huh. But it looked like the woman in the video was just eating the fruit roll-up right. without removing the plastic first. So fruit roll-ups had to go on TikTok and say, hey, if you're going to eat one of our things, remove the plastic so this is what we're dealing with it's like the don't eat the tide pods all right so casey this is a question for you because it comes back to again the overarching theme of all of this for me which is is tiktok bad 
Yes. Will I be on it? No. Will my child be on it? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I know they're, they're stealing people's stuff and using it likely for nefarious purposes? Yes. But if you know that, and again, nobody has been able to properly answer this for me. If you know this and still choose mm-hmm. to interact with these people, mm-hmm. why should the government save you from yourself? Same question as a parent. Okay. You have a a child who is now an adult, but came up in the social media era in which when she was in junior high, high school, social media was a prevalent, you know, out there Mm -hmm. thing that she was using, friends of her generation are are using. Don't you as a parent Mm -hmm. have the obligation to know what your kid is watching and looking at? Isn't that ultimately on the parent and not TikTok? Like, if you don't want your kid exposed to that, don't let them have it. Right. Well, and the governor of Utah just signed that bill saying that you can't have a minor on TikTok. So, but why? Look, my kid will not have the internet. My kid will not have TikTok. And that's your choice, right? Right. Because I know this crap is out there. I'm being a parent. Mm -hmm. I'm actually doing the work of parenting. Right. If some other parent thinks it's good for their kid to be exposed to something, why is it my job to tell them no? My kid was never on social media. And look at how great she turned out. She she was on the Snapchat oh. when that first started. And then I had to get on Snapchat so that I could see what she was doing. But now now that she's an adult, she's an adult. She can but she she was never into it. She didn't have a Facebook account, didn't do Instagram. She trolls on TikTok. What does that mean? Um, she'll watch the videos, but she's not posting oh. herself out there. Oh, okay. So. All right. So another thing, and I don't know. I mean, there's a way around this anyway. Even if they ban it, you can get a, a VPN address from someplace else and still get it. Sure. Well, and you can, I mean, the, the videos are are, are uh, public anyway. I mean, unless you're just going to cut out the ability for anyone to even ever share a video there or whatever, which I guess maybe that's the next step. It, it, Anyway, so more with this guy, Chu, the CEO of TikTok. Obviously, China has horrific human rights violations. Mm -hmm. And um, people of different faiths, people of different ethnicities, people of different backgrounds, they will persecute, they will kill, they will will ruin, they will do any, any amount of horrific stuff to people for essentially no reason other than they hate difference and they hate liberty and they hate freedom and they hate freedom of choice and freedom of religion and things of that nature. And um, he got asked about this with a specific group of people and uh, wouldn't even admit that it's going on, which it's totally going on. Take a listen. Yield to the lady from Arizona, Ms. Lesko, for five minutes. Thank you, Madam Chair. Mr. Chu, do you agree that the Chinese government has persecuted the Uyghur population? Congresswoman, you, if you use our app and you open it, you will find our users who that's give not, all sorts of content. That's not my question. My question is, do you agree that the Chinese government has persecuted the Uyghur population? Well, it's deeply concerning to hear about all accounts of human rights abuse. My role here is to explain what our platform does on this. It's a pretty easy question. Do you agree that the Chinese government has persecuted the Uyghur population? Congresswoman, I'm here to describe TikTok and what we do as a platform. And as All a right. platform, we allow our users to freely express All their views right. on this issue Earlier and any today, other issue that matters to them. Well, you didn't answer the question. 
How is that relevant, though? Other than, I mean, this this guy's the CEO of a company, and she's asking him something about what the Chinese government is doing. Well, I think because the Chinese government is involved in everything in China. Every company. And I'm sure they have immense sway, say, uh, power over what is taking place. And again, nobody is disputing or refuting or anything else what this app is, Mm -hmm. who's doing it, why they're doing it, what the end game of it is. But we do all sorts of business with China. Mm -hmm. And these abuses that people are talking about... They happen all over the place in all sorts of industries related to people who do business with China. Okay, so the Uyghurs, they're a Turkic Turkic ethnic group, and they're the second largest Muslim ethnicity in China, and Islam is is a big part of their identity. Yeah, all right, so let's take a break. I want to get to this Greg Pence stuff a little bit later on Mm -hmm. in the hour because he is completely ridiculous and a total hypocrite and completely disingenuous and if you have voted for him at any point in your existence you should be totally ashamed based on what he has done to the community where he lives and for him to have the audacity to grill anyone about business practices is unbelievable but when we come back casey yeah nearly half of parents with adult kids Mm -hmm. still pay their bills yeah you got an adult kid now yeah Am I paying her bills? Are you going to have to look in the mirror on this one? Are you going to ask me that? It's coming up with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 15 minutes after 11, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And let's take a listen to what is trending this morning. One from Joe Biden here. It was during a speech of the 13th anniversary for the Affordable Care Act. And Biden says he really likes babies. That's all right. We like babies. You don't have to worry about it. It's okay. It's, okay. it's all right. In fact, I like babies better than people. Isn't that interesting coming from Joe Biden? The party of abortion? He likes babies. It's almost like he didn't think it through, Casey. Yeah. Uh, He then jetted off to Canada where he said, they're staying. I don't know if you caught that one. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Also trending this morning, and Rob, I grabbed this one for you. Adam Scott thought that he might have a hole in one. This is a golfer. Is he any good? Uh, Yes, he's very famous. He's uh, won a major, uh, 1.1 of the greatest golfers in the world. Okay, so we'll talk about hole in one in just a second. But this ball bounced off the flag stick and then near ended up in the water. I I was going to say, to give the club twirl, which means you liked it. It is brutal. Looks like it's going to hold up. That's pretty brutal Uh, to be there. Yeah. So how common are uh, getting a hole-in-one? Well, even for a pro, it's very hard. For mm-hmm. an amateur golfer, uh, it is almost impossible, unless you're my dad who has three of them. <laughs> and he has trophies on his mantle to prove it. Don't you love that, that when you go into my dad's house, mm-hmm. the thing up on his mantle, it's not photos of me. It's, yeah. uh, here's here's my hole-in-one trophies. I'm sure you know I have three of them. They'll be replaced by uh, pictures of his grandchild very soon. <laughs> Maybe! But hopefully. But... <laughs> 
getting the hole in one is hard. Probably even harder to hit the flagstick. Well, yeah. I mean, so you think about now they have changed the and rules of golf. And why wouldn't they pull that out? Well, you well, you want to stop the ball. You got to see where to hit the ball. Sure, but once it's in the air, isn't there somebody there? Who's well, like, they okay, got some guy got- sprint down there. Fa- what is he, Superman? Faster than a speeding bullet? Moving faster than the golf ball, Casey? Somebody should be waiting down there Go at on, the fella. Hole. Go, go. <laughs> what, I think of Rick Carl Lewis, circa 1992. Yeah. That is a bad break if you uh, get cost a, a hole-in-one or a made shot of any sort because of the flagstick. Also trending this morning, Halle Berry. She posted pictures of herself where she posed nude in steamy new photos. She had just gotten out of the shower. She's covered up. No. You can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Her hands are strategically placed. But Halle Berry, 56 years old, and she still got it. Question, Casey. Yes. In the modern era in which pornography is everywhere, is nudity even a big deal anymore? Mm. Is that even... A, I mean, I'm shocked that's even a story, even a trending story. It's on Fox News, Because nudity is so, is so prevalent in it's our society. It's everywhere. Um, I... I think because she's a famous actress and... Well, she's not even showing anything. That's true. She's I mean, not. what are we really getting? So she's, you're assuming that she's naked, actually, because you can't even really tell. You can see a little bit of her behind. Right. I mean, maybe in 1991, this would have been a big deal. Mm-hmm. But in 2023, Kev, this doing anything for you at all? Uh, I, I haven't really seen He's the so photos. Kevin is uh, so nervous. <laughs> I, will, I do kind of agree with Rob. It's not really that impressive. It's not even nudity. I mean, she has everything covered up. She would have covered up if she had a swimsuit on, right? There's nothing you would see that yeah, you're not seeing if she had a swimsuit on. Well, maybe that's the point. It should be a big deal. This is highly fraudulent. Maybe that's the point that it should be a big deal. She's just thirsty We're, for clicks. You just said it. We're at the point in 2023 where nudity is not even a big deal. Well, maybe it should be. Well, let's also talk about the fact that she feels the need to do that for self-worth. Well, exactly. At 56 year old, maybe a little modesty is is in order here. Finally, trending chicken and pickle. This is a restaurant that is expanding Fisher's District. It's an indoor and outdoor place that has pickle courts. They also serve food with multiple dining areas. They have chicken, pork, and beef sandwiches, hand-cut fries, and potato tots. Potato tots? Yeah. In a bright green coloring. Looks like it'll be a fun place. Eleven twenty three with Kendall and Casey on I go to the restaurant based on the color of the billboard. Well, it's inviting. It looks nice. Nearly half of American parents with adult children continue to support them financially to the tune of over fourteen hundred dollars a month. Fourteen forty two. That's amazing. That's pathetic and amazing. Okay, so this is mostly for parents of children that are between the ages of 18 and 24. So this kind of coincides, this does coincide with the college age and the transition to full-time work, just graduated high school, having, you know, a harder time making ends meet. So half of American parents, 50%. If you have a kid between the ages of 18 and 24, there's a 50-50 chance that you're still coughing up nearly $1,500 a month for that child. Okay, it's one thing to let your kid live at home. Mm -hmm. That's understandable. That's in an age range where I think that's totally acceptable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's another thing, though, Mm -hmm. as an able-bodied adult, adult being the key word there, that you're still paying their bills for them. I mean, what, what bills as a kid, 18 to 24, especially if you're living at home, could you possibly have? Car insurance. Uh, Phone uh, bill. Yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. 
if you're living at home, okay, yeah. well, yeah. so you wouldn't have rent, you wouldn't have any of your electricity bills. And I'm not even including food in there. I'm going to say you can move off your kid's food. Okay, so you've got car insurance, mm-hmm. phone bill, yeah. gas. Yeah. How you could totally work a part-time job. Especially if we don't include food in there. So there's no reason. You you say, well, you know, kids are in college, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. But there's no reason. I'm certainly proving that. I worked a full-time job mm-hmm. while I was in college. Mm-hmm. That a kid could not work a part-time job to cover those expenses. That's pathetic that parents are still funding their adult kids. That does seem like a lot. It is a lot. 1500 What are they funding? Exactly. This is my I, question. I'm trying to come up with stuff exactly. here. Exactly. It's the car insurance. It's the phone bill. Chances are they're still on their parents' health insurance if they don't have a full-time job. Because what you can stay on that till you're 21, right? Or no, it's more than that. No, it's like 26. 24? I think it's 26 under Obamacare. So what are what are yeah, this is the point? This is the question I'm asking, Casey. These are a bunch of for the most part lazy grifters. <laughs> And this is why our society's in the shape it's in, because people are 24 years old and still getting 1500 a month from their parents. From mom and dad. Okay, well, you've got inflation. You've got lagging wages. You've got rising interest rates, so it's not like they're out buying a house. Plus, with the surging housing costs. Student loan debt, there's one we didn't think of. They, you don't have they, to pay. they helping with if that? If you're 18 to 24, you're still a student, so you're not paying student loan debt. If you are incurring student loan debt, for yeah, the most part, true. 18 to 24. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I know that I'm paying for rent up at Purdue. What? Okay, so this Okay, this is paying the Paying qu- for food. This is the question I have for you. Is paying why don't, tuition. Why, why don't, well, you're not, well, you, you pay the tuition, which, okay, but why isn't your daughter paying for the rent and the food? She's an able-bodied person. Why don't you make her pay for those things? What went into that that process? Because her job is to get good grades and graduate. That was my job too. I mean, that's that's my rule for her. That's yeah. not like every parent's rule, right? But it was kind of when she was in high school. The rule was you got to do something. You can't just sit in your room and watch YouTube videos. Yeah. You got to participate. You got to get good grades, and you have to do something. And it, it doesn't have to be sports. It could be dance, theater, piano, robotics, whatever it is. You got to pick something. You got to get involved because there's too much opportunity for yeah. you. That was the rule. And then in college, the rule is you get good grades and graduate. Because we saved all this money. So like when so she, see it through. When she don't w- just go out and party all the time. When she went to spring break, did you make her pay for that? Oh, or? yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Because she's got a part-time job. Yeah. She paid for that. That's she, good. She's responsible for her okay. care money, even right. though she doesn't drink. All right. So, yeah, she okay. paid for that. Any new clothes she buys. Um, spe- her spending money. That's on her. Okay. All right. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, speaking of uh, people grifting off others, Greg Pence. <laughs> Boy, there was some incredible audio of him with the TikTok guy yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, the audacity of this guy to question anybody about business practices or business experience with the users. Boy, what a just a shameless pathetic individual greg pence is right on par with others in the family we'll play the audio coming up next you're listening to kendall and casey on 93 wibc it's 
1133, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And China said it would firmly oppose any forced sale of TikTok. This is their first direct response to the demands by the Biden administration. Biden administration has threatened to ban TikTok from the U.S. unless the Chinese owners agree to spin off their shares of the social media platform. Of course, this comes just a day after the TikTok CEO testified in front of U.S. lawmakers. And I want to play you a specific piece of audio. We've played a lot of the back and forth with various lawmakers and the TikTok CEO, Chu is his his last name, over a variety of different topics. But I, I wanted to play you this piece of audio from Greg Pence. Of course, mm-hmm. Greg Pence, the brother of Mike Pence, yeah. uh, represents the 6th Congressional District, eastern part of the state. And Greg Pence is a pretty disgusting, shameless dude. And we have talked many times on this show, but we have new listeners all the time. And any chance I get Casey to allow the masses from Ohio to Illinois and all points in between to know what this family is in reality and the way they actually operate, not the things they say, but the things they do, I take full advantage to do that. Because Greg Pence is a pretty gross person. So for those of you who don't know, Greg Pence, once upon a time, uh, was in the, the oil business. He ran a company called Keel Brothers Oil Company. And due to Greg and others' terrible management of that company, they filed for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And as, according to the Associated Press, as a part of that filing for bankruptcy, more than 500 creditors sought $150 million dollars. It's one of the largest filings in the history of the state. So that is Greg Pence's management of companies that he ran. According to Associated Press, 500 creditors sought $150 million. Uh, The state, we the taxpayers, were also a part of millions of dollars of public money going to environmental cleanup, thanks Mm -hmm. to the messes Greggy and his little goon squad left behind over there at Keel Brothers Oil Company. So, I don't know about you, Casey, but if you ran a company that filed for bankruptcy, Mm -hmm. left more than 500 creditors seeking $150 million, million and you cost the taxpayers millions in environmental cleanup, probably not the right guy to be judging or lamenting or shaming other people and their business practices, right? Yeah, sounds a little hypocritical. But old Greg Pence, well, he has no shame, and uh, he had no problem going after Mr. Chu and TikTok yesterday. And he he really, Casey, he really, as is obvious with his business practices, he really wants the money. It's really all about the money to Greg Pence. I think that's the only way to get your attention is talk about the money you're making and maybe that'll get you all to do what you're supposed to do. I I respect and understand your opinion. Um, The vast majority of our users have a great experience. I sent a video recently as well. I got hundreds of thousands of comments. But what am I getting? It's a great experience. What about these 800 bad experiences that people in the Indiana 6th District have been getting? We will look into them, and a lot You're of. You're going to look research. into it, but this is my thirty. This is a thirty-second big tech hearing, and you're always going to look at it. Frankly, I think you're all stalling. Is what you're doing. You're just trying to buy time while you're making the eighteen billion, perhaps whatever you're making. So I have a, a just a couple questions here for for Greggy, and you know maybe when he's not uh, trying to shame other companies that have thus far followed the law, not been charged with anything, Mm -hmm. not arrested for any crimes whatsoever. I just have a couple questions for Greg that maybe he could get around to 
to answering. Um, and I know he's very busy, mm-hmm. what, uh, you know, being a congressman because he looks and sounds like his brother and whatnot. But um, what about the 500 creditors with the Keel Brothers Oil Company and the 150 million they claim that they were? Wrote, uh, what was Kill Brothers? Are they just stalling still on, on that? Are they gonna the money gonna get the Kill Brothers oil company attention? When do mm. when do they get their money now? To Greg's credit, because he is a professional grifter with no applicable skill set for real world. Clearly, based on the fact that he bankrupted a company that, you know, had what. 500 creditors saying they were owed 150 million. You know what, according to Associated Press, Greg did after he got out of that bankrupt company that had 500 creditors saying they were owed 150 million dollars. You know what, Greg? Greg did. What? He uh, he was appointed deputy commissioner of the Department of Environmental Management oh. by Mitch Daniels. Of course. So think about this. Well, the, he has experience. Well, you know, the terms of environmental damage. Who who would you what rather not to do? Who would you rather have? Uh, <laughs> Uh, be in charge of, you know, environmental cleanups and whatnot. Greg Pence is a gross person. Greg Pence is totally unqualified to be a congressman. He's not qualified to do much of anything. And he operates basically without any pushback whatsoever. And I have no idea why the people of the 6th Congressional District think that a guy that did such damage Mm -hmm. to not just the local economy, but economies everywhere and to the taxpayers why they keep voting for this guy, why they think this behavior is okay, why they think any of this is acceptable, that a guy who, according to the Associated Press, Casey, had 500 creditors seeking $150 million and did millions of dollars of damage to the taxers in terms of us having to clean up his mess, would stand in front of anyone and judge their business practices absolutely beyond me. I like the fact that the hearing was bipartisan and you heard from both sides and they all had a common goal. It's it didn't come across so much as a hearing as more just more of an attack because that CEO sounded like he wanted to answer some questions, but Greg Pence didn't want to let him. No, I, I you know I would love as a taxpayer for the state of Indiana. I don't know what committee this would be under. I probably have to look into it, but there's an environmental committee of some sort. I'd love for Greg, as the former head of uh, you know Keel Brothers Oil Company, I'd love for Greg to come and sit in front of that committee, and I I'd like to ask him a couple questions, and you know I'd like to ask him about the millions of taxpayer dollars that you know went into having to clean up his messes that he just left behind. I'd love to know why I was on the hook for that. I'd love to know why my money as a taxpayer had to go to clean up his mistake. Uh, I'd love for those creditors to be able to ask the 500 who said, hey, we're owed $150 million. I'd love for them to be able to ask Greg why. They ever get their money back? It doesn't appear that they were made whole, Casey. Now, maybe, you know, it'd be be great if Greg would come in here and we, we could ask him about it directly because, well, he's a real tough guy with TikTok. I mean, he's a real Billy badass when he's sitting up there on his perch Mm -hmm. as a congressman. Maybe Greg would like, let's see the shoe on the other foot, and we'd have Greg come in here and we could ask him those questions because he really wants someone to answer the questions, but yet he didn't really answer the questions. Yeah. It's 20 minutes in front of 12. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's talk about this new Associated Press poll. Approval rating for Joe Biden dipped slightly since a month ago, if you consider, what, six points slightly? <laughs> so back in February, Biden's approval rating was at 45%, and now it is down to 38%. It, it's kind of been hovering around 40 
Didn't you love that headline? His approval rating drops slightly. That's slightly. How, that's how in the tank these media agencies mm-hmm. are for Biden. He's, what is that, 7%? 6%? 45 to 38, yeah. 7%? Yeah. Slightly. Mm-hmm. Casey, I'm going to do some quick math here while I'm on the <laughs> air. Uh, I am but a product of the public education system, so let's see. 38 divided by 45, that's a that's a... Almost a nine percent drop. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's slightly. Do you? No, that's 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 big. He's definitely underwater. So last July, he was down at thirty six percent, and I believe that was the lowest that his approval rating has been his entire presidency. But last July, that's when we had huge gas prices. That's when food just initially began skyrocketing in cost, and that's when all of these big costs were really starting to hit households. And then it, it slowly kind of inched back up over time. And then this fa- past February, 45 was, I believe, the highest that he's been in quite a while. But now he's back down to 38. So it's just... And it was, I there's was, no relief in sight. And we're, people are catching on to that. And I was doing math on the fly. It's actually closer to 16%. I was, I was off on that, and I'm sure I'll be judged by someone in the uh, YouTube chat mm-hmm. for being off on that. It's 16%. You're right, Casey. But what about American life is better? Well, What it, is there to say I think he's doing a really good job on? Nothing. I, I mean, <laughs> and now we, we've got the, these bank failures, and every day it's a question mark. Is my bank closing today? And inflation's still hanging around. It's, that's not transitory. And yet, he <laughs> he went to Canada with Trudeau, stood on the porch, and said, "We're staying here." And Good. I'm just curious, yeah, like how many people in the press pool were just wanted to say, "Okay, make, can we make that official?" All right, Casey. When we come back, yeah, there's a new study out that shows people are doing something that. It goes on in our house, and I'm amazed, and I don't know exactly how it happened, but I know that it has happened. What? People are leaving the subtitles on oh, when they yes. watch TV. Yes. Like people who can hear, mm-hmm. who don't have any hearing yep, yep, impediments, yep. Yeah. they're leaving the subtitles on when they watch TV. Mm-hmm. And this is a thing in my house, and it's not a hill that I'm willing to die on, but oh. it's very annoying. This is a thing at your house. Oh, yes. The subtitles are on oh, in our house. Oh, goody. We're going to get into it. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Young man, there's no need to feel down. I said, young man, pick yourself off the ground. I said, young man. 10.48, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So this is a new thing that a lot of younger people are doing. They're watching TV with the subtitles on. Yes, we do this in uh, in our house. Mm-hmm. Now, my wife says that we do this. It's very distracting because it takes up so much space on the screen. On the bottom of the screen. It's just, you can get it at the top of the screen now. You can move them around. Mm-hmm. It's very distracting. Now, my wife says she does this because she has an auditory processing disorder. Okay. So it helps her to understand what is actually going on. Right. This article that the Daily Mail had, I believe they said something similar to this, yep. that this is a more and more common thing. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have subtitles that I remember when I was a kid. Maybe we just didn't use them. But I don't remember going over to my friend's house and everybody having the TV on and doing this. So is it 
a like a learned thing now the these auditory processing disorders or is it something that just wasn't diagnosed before i need help on this okay well this article is saying that a lot of it has to do with tiktok follow because a lot of tiktok people will put script on the little video and you got to oh. read while it's playing and this is happening 61% of people age 18 to 25 are doing this now they're saying it's a good thing because your brain is naturally programmed to read and it's an additional activity that takes place on top of watching the show and it requires additional cognitive effort now I've seen this happening for a while formerly working in TV you would have noticed over time they kept adding more and more things to the screen like the supers that are down in the corner and then you got the bugs and then the logos English and then the crawlers and then the pop-ups no people don't know what those are what are they turn on Fox News and you'll see all that jazz on the bottom of the screen it's terribly distracting but that is why the younger people they're used to it they grew up watching TV with all that junk on the TV screen it makes the actual picture so much more small. Yes, but they found that your brain can take all of that in and you can retain all of that information with all of that stuff going on on the TV screen at the same time. Now, Kev made a good point. Mm-hmm. If you go to see a movie that even if the people are speaking English, if one of the actors has a strong dialect. Yeah, an accent. Yeah. Accent, that that may actually be helpful to understand what the people mm-hmm. are saying. I agree with him. Like, have you ever watched like Pinky Blinders or some Who? European show? Pinky Blinders. Pinky Blinders. It's a, it's a show that? set in Northern England. Yeah. In oh. like the early 19th century. Right. Or but they 20th have, century. They have a strong accent, and it's hard to understand sometimes. So if you've got the subtitles on, you can. Okay, there it is. Oh, okay. Do you yeah. do that a lot, Kevin? Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, sometimes with um, foreign movies. I mean. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with movies that aren't even in English, you know, you have to have subtitles. But Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what movies are you watching that aren't even in English? Oh, How many I'm of those all... do you watch, Mr. World Traveler? Every now and then, I'm watching a foreign movie, sure. whether it's French or German. Yeah, me too. I you do know, that I'm too. picturing Kev sitting there on a Thursday with his candies, uh, enjoying a subtitled foreign yeah, movie. Usually I'll Russian just, beer. I'll usually <laughs> just have like a couple of Toblerone candy bars, and uh, I'll be drinking some French wine. Nice callback, Kevin. Oh, I love it. I love it. So this is distracting to you, though. Oh, yeah. You don't enjoy it. But I, it's not a hill I'm willing to die on. I mean, it's in the terms of things that are important. Now, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. When I'm in there by myself and I turn the TV on and those things pop up and it just seems like a lot of effort and memory to get them off of the screen, mm-hmm. I just then I just have to watch them with them on myself. <laughs> so you... You're frustrated by it, but rather than figure out on the remote how to turn it off, you'll just let it go. Just, I'm worried I'm going to hit the wrong thing, and then I'm going to screw it up, and then I'm going to create some sort of vortex by which, uh-huh. you know, then it's in Chinese, or at least the subtitles are in English right now where I can understand them. You just go over to your dad's house and watch TV there. Does he do subtitles? No, 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 no. No, no. I've told you, Casey, I do not do technology. I know the bare minimum of the technology I need mm-hmm. in order to survive in the world in which I live. So that is how to text message. Mm-hmm. That is how to make a cellular <laughs> telephone call. Uh, that is the basic apps of Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. and Twitter. Well, you know they're collecting your data, too. Just I like know TikTok. how to turn on the... Uh, 
streaming apps. You I know, know how to navigate through those to some extent, and that's about all I need. You know, you know, Meta lobbies Congress at a at a low low cost of about twenty million dollars a year. Oh, I'm look. I, but this is why I don't do it. We had this mm-hmm. conversation earlier. This is why I don't do anything <laughs> of any actual importance on my phone. I don't right. bank. I don't email. I don't in, anything mm-hmm. financially. Mm-hmm. I am the last person left who still maneuvers into a banking facility to do any and all banking transactions. Here's a question: Do you eat Skittles ever? I do not, but someone in my house does. Oh, boy. The same person who watches yeah. TV shows with yeah. subtitles on. Yes, absolutely. Or is it Bruce? <laughs> Bruce is eating Skittles? Yes. That would be quite the experience. End of the rainbow. So there's this California bill that would ban the sale of Skittles. Oh, sure. And other toxic chemicals. <laughs> so What? Yeah. A bill has been introduced. It's called AB 418. Uh-huh. Ban the sale, manufacture, and distribution of food containing chemicals that are linked to health concerns. Oh, De- get lost. Decrease your immune response, hyperactivity in children, also increased risk of cancer. This is the most California thing ever, isn't it? I can't even I can't even name these chemicals. I mean, I'll give it a shot, but they're saying that that foods like Skittles and also it's in ding dongs, hostess ding dongs, they have titanium dioxide. Potassium bromate, brominated vegetable oil, propyl paraben. Oh boy, those just roll right off the tongue, don't they? Well, and that's the point. They're not natural foods. They have chemicals what? in them. Skittles and ding dongs are bad it, for you. It is very what? concerning. It is concerning when there's ingredients <laughs> that you can't even pronounce. Um, and they also include red, red, like, red dye number three. Oh, red dye number three. Stop the presses. If you need the government to tell you that a ho ho and a ding dong and a Twinkie and a Skittle mm-hmm. and a whatever the hell that foreign candy that Kev eats Silver is. Or bad for you? No, no. There's well, nothing bad in yeah, a Toblerone. Yeah, the thing with a Toblerone, and I believe in Europe, Casey, you can back me up on this, they have regulations mm-hmm. for what they can put in the uh, candies. Right, and they're much stricter yeah. than what they are here in the United States. That's why a lot of food, you can't bring it in. Right. Yeah, and I kind of like that. Sounds like you're saying those bro- kind. bromance. <laughs> bromance, number nine. <laughs> No, oh, was it, that one of the ingredients? Bromate, brominated vegetable oil. I, you should assume if you are putting large quantities of Skittles or Ding Dongs or whatever into your mouth, into your body, that that thing will harm you. I didn't think that needed to be said out loud. I thought that was a like baked into mm-hmm. the decision to eat the thing. Well, some You're- people just get hooked on that stuff. <laughs> hooked on Skittles. Yeah, you ever, you ever heard of a Skittles addiction? <laughs> it's very real. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this titanium dioxide, which yeah. Skittles uses as a colorant, uh-huh. which is part of, I guess, this red dye number three, it's associated with immune problems in rats. <laughs> so they're saying it's unfit for human consumption. Uh-huh. And that's why it should be illegal. If you were to tell me, Rob, a state, you have to pick one of the 50 states that Mm -hmm. is planning on banning Skittles, Mm -hmm. which one would it be? I would have immediately guessed California. Of course. Absolutely. Right out of the gate. No questions asked. Hey, a couple quick things before we get out of here. Just quick things I want to make sure you're up to date on. Did you hear about Yukon? They refused to stay in their hotel in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. It was apparently filled with dirt, vomit, yep. and worse. Oh. It was a hotel room that was booked by the NCAA for them <laughs> for part of the Sweet 16. And I know you're, you're... Casey, which hotel was it? 
And if you've ever been to Vegas, you could take a guess. If you guessed Luxor, then you're correct. <laughs> that's the one that's like the pyramid with the big light on uh-huh. top. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Also, World Athletics. World Athletics is the governing body for track and field and other international racing-related events. Uh-huh. They announced yesterday that their decision is to exclude transgender female athletes oh. who have been through male puberty oh. from world rankings competitions. Ooh, they're going to get trouble for that. I they, they they said nope we're not having it if you're if you've been through puberty and now you're 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 a boy who's been through puberty and now you want to identify as a male you're not competing in our tournaments our competition all right thank you Rob thank you Kevin good job today and thank you for listening have a great weekend we're gonna count on you to be back here Monday it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It's fun to see you. Yeah.